0: Here, there, and
1: everywhere. SAFM 104.6 FM in Kimberley as you know, COVID-19 has affected almost the entire world. And as we sit here on week, this is day 14 on South Africa uh, in our lockdown, and it has been extended. Many of us are, are going through different emotions and I know that it's very, very difficult for many South Africans as we speak, but it's also equally difficult for other South Africans around the world. Uh, we decided to touch base with them and the first person we're going to be touching base with is shemaine Musweu, who is a South African living in Birmingham in, in the UK. Uh, good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us, Jermaine. No, it's my pleasure. So you you didn't leave yesterday. You didn't leave yesterday and decide, let me just go on a trip to the UK. You've been there for a while, <laughs> haven't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've lived in the UK for going on 20 years now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and mm. what what is it that you do there? I'm a business analyst, so I work in IT. hmm
1: and, and so you obviously now have, I, I, you've got children, you are an established family in the UK, settled? Yes, we are. Yeah,
0: settled with my two boys. Um, yeah, so living life as a normal British
1: citizen, I say, I'd say. From what we are seeing, uh, COVID-19 is affecting the UK, I suppose, in a massive, massive way, perhaps even more than what we are experiencing here. How is it affecting you personally?
0: Um, well, for me, I mean, we went into lockdown. My office decided that we should work, start working from home from the 16th of March. So we are going into our fourth week, whereas South Africa, I think, is just going into their second week or something. So we've been in this lockdown, quarantined for almost four weeks. Um, there's a lot of uh, social distancing when you go to the shops. Then there was the whole madness about... Buying toilet paper, people stockpiling toilet Wait. paper. But what they've done now is they've, they've, like, you go into a store, you can't buy, you can only be, you're only allowed to buy one packet of toilet paper. We had to. You're only problem. About, allowed to buy one one loaf of bread. Um, they're even limiting things like you can't buy six packs or four packs of Diet Coke. You can only buy three packs. Wow. And it's affected me because my neighbors who are they're very old, mm. very sick. I'm doing all their grocery shopping. Oh, I see. Um, so, yeah. So when I go, and it makes it so difficult for me because I'm having to push two trolleys, buying for two households. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so it's, re- it's, re- it's for me, I feel like it's really affected my life, my way of life. I'm stuck indoors. We're all stuck indoors.
1: And Um, and for the two boys, I mean, I don't know what the ages are, but how is this affecting them being stuck indoors, as you said?
0: Well, um, luckily for my oldest one, he's working, his company, um, they all went into lockdown. Um, I think they went into lockdown a week before I did, actually. Um, So he's been working from home before. So he's 26. He's been working from home. My 19-year-old... Um, he was going to university. He's had to stop going to university classes. They've been doing it online, but I think he's now on holiday. Um, but they, they're strictly not leaving the house at all. Hmm. I'm the only person that leaves the house to go do essential food shopping. I don't, nobody in my household leaves for anything. They're not loitering in the street. They're not doing, you know, because we're taking it very seriously they could come back and infect me. If they go out and hang out with their friends, they could potentially come back and infect me. And then I could infect my neighbors who've got pre-existing medical conditions.
1: And also, Shemaine, so, so the point here with you guys is that you it's your company that has decided to stop you guys from coming to work. It's not a country policy. You're not on lockdown, right? I mean, I know there was that debate. The country's not officially on lockdown in the U.K.
0: No it is. It is. We've officially gone into lockdown. So um we the official lockdown mm-hmm. is was 2 weeks ago. Okay. But the my company like civil servants, civil servants in the UK are like government workers. So one of my clients is a government worker. So I am currently working for a civil, for the civil servant. Sure. And they went into like lockdown on the 16th of March. So that was almost 4 weeks ago. The government decided to then close all the um, all restaurants, bars Weeks ago.
1: Okay, okay. I uh, so, yeah.
0: so now we are all the whole country. If you're not an essential worker, you are not allowed to be leaving the house.
1: There was some talk about, you know, some other services being called essential workers, hairdressers, and so on. What was that about?
0: Well, there was, but then I think the government decided that's just ridiculous. You know, um, a hairdresser cannot be an essential worker. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, for me, for a girl who loves. Always doing her hair, her eyelashes, her nails. Listen, it's tough out here. It's, it's really been an eye-opener because my, half my eyelashes have fallen out. My hair is a mess. I've had to chop my nails off. It, my beautician is laughing at me because I'm like, listen, I should have just gone and had laser, had laser hair removal. It's tough out here for us girls. You know, but you you just yeah. But I think essential workers—the the people who work in the sh- in the stores, the cashiers, the tellers, uh, petrol stations—are still open. We're not as bad as South Africa, where South Africa has said you can't buy alcohol and cigarettes. Mm-hmm. We can still buy all of those things. Yeah,
1: it's it's such an eye opener. Your your neighbors that you're talking about. I mean, how difficult is life for them? The fear, obviously, as you said, they're elderly. They they have other illnesses as well. Yeah.
0: They, they, they haven't left the house. And I've said to them, I don't want them to leave their house at all. They have not left. They've not set foot outside their house for four weeks. Mm. And the government has said people like them should essentially stay home for between 12 to twelve weeks to six months. Yeah. They don't want them leaving the house. And if they can get somebody to buy their, their uh, medications, so or like yesterday I had to do she, on my list, I had to go to the pharmacy for her and get some of her medication because she'd run out of it. Mm. Um, And then the food. So they're saying anybody with pre-existing conditions with the LDD, they all got letters saying, do not come to hospital. Um, But the one other thing that's stressing me out, which I am finding very difficult, is I've been sick. I've been trying to see my doctors. All the GPs Mm -hmm. are not actually seeing patients. Mm. Hmm. which is stressing and my my niece is a doctor in South Africa Hmm. um she's still She she's still opening her surgery every day she's still going every day I worry about my niece you know Hmm. Hmm. and she says well you know that's the service that she's still having and in South Africa at least they're still seeing patients I can't see my own doctor
1: Hmm.
0: you know and my 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 neighbors cannot even see their own doctor so I got so I I thought it was I thought I was having some sort wow. of a, a an allergic reaction. And I went to hospital. I decided I'm going to risk and go to hospital on Wednesday night at 2 a.m. Mm. I got to the hospital Wednesday night. You should have seen them. It was like I was a terrorist. They came flying out. What do you want? What's wrong with you? Wow. And they were like, I was like, calm down. I'm here. I've actually, I've been talking to my doctor on the phone. He's the one that sent me to a hospital. He wants me to get a chest x-ray. Sure. Um, and they were like, well what are your symptoms? And I said, and so I told them my symptoms and, but they were like really on it. I I was surrounded by four people, Mm -hmm. but with that, you know, they were were keeping their distance, but they were basically saying to me, if you are not, if it's not a life threatening um, condition, we are sending you back home. And they sent
1: me back home. Wow. So don't you worry, we also had the toilet paper issue here. We, it came to an end very quickly. <laughs> um, so, you know, it wasn't just a UK phenomena. We had a toilet paper problem. Listen, all the best, really all the best. We were just checking on, on our fellow South Africans to see how you're doing. Do you, do you know anybody who's had the virus? Um, no, but I've got
0: colleagues who've had family members who've died. Oh, um, wow. Two people so far, yeah, that oh, they've wow. died. It's it's a real it's it's killing people. It's having a real big effect. And on social media, you know, people are constantly saying they know somebody yeah. who's dead
1: or who's got it. It's and people just need to take it seriously. Really, really appreciate the time you've you've taken to talk to us. All the best. Stay safe, as you said. Thank you so much. Stay indoors, and and we'll wish you all the best. Thank you, Charmaine. Thank you.